Hi, this is Steve Tayton. Welcome to 7 Minutes to Happiness. It is my mission to make this the best 7 minutes you'll spend on your soul today. If you listen and tap along during the healing tapping session in the last half of this episode, you should have a smile on your face by the time you finish, and you will be a little closer to having happiness ingrained as a habit. If you want to learn more about tapping and get the most out of this podcast, check out our website, 7MinutesToHappiness.com, and remember, it only takes seven minutes a day to reboot your brain for happiness. Let's get started. Hey, it's Steve. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 19. This is called, Are You Still Waiting for the Other Shoe to Drop? Long ago when I was a bartender, two of us were coming in to do a busy morning shift. When I said, how are you, the other bartender said, I'm fine, but it's early yet. I immediately dismissed it as bartender humor, but as I've lived a lot more now, I finally see it for what it most likely was, waiting for the other shoe to drop. Pessimists and optimists live in different worlds. They can see the same thing or be in the same situation, and one can have a great attitude and be cheerful while the other is moping around expecting the worst to happen at all times. Expecting the worst is a common trait of people from dysfunctional environments, and that's okay, but it's also something that's easily fixable. If you grew up in a dysfunctional environment, you were most likely criticized all the time. Your parents most likely projected their fears on you on a daily basis. Once this is repeated long enough, it becomes part of your psyche, your personality, part of your essence. It simply becomes who you are as a human being. Luckily, it doesn't always have to be that way. There are a lot of acronyms for fear. My favorite is false evidence appearing real. Waiting for the other shoe to drop is always fear-based. You are expecting that which you fear to happen. If you were unfortunate enough to grow up in an abusive household, your fears were most likely justified while you were stuck in that household. But once you left, you gained the power to determine your own household rules and create your own environment. If there's no one abusive in your household anymore, you really don't need to fear any more abuse. I know that's a lot easier said than done in most cases, though. Abuse does a lot of damage, but it is fixable through therapy and meridian tapping. One of the things I have mentioned in passing but haven't really devoted a lot of time to is that if you're going to therapy, tapping is a way that really kicks it into high gear. Therapists are trained to identify issues and to give you a sounding board, which encourages you to uncover them. But once you uncover the issues, you really have to rely on the awareness of those issues to help you help yourself. Now that we have Meridian Tapping as a resource, we have the power to help ourselves extremely fast. We can remove the emotional charge of years of abuse in incredibly short times. Some issues can resolve in as little as seven minutes. Some issues take longer. One of the best traits of meridian tapping is that you can work on individual things or you can work on big things. Whatever you work on does get to the root and you don't really have to relive anything. However, if specific incidents still do bother you, you can work on them until the emotional charge disappears. Whether you have big issues, little issues, or both, meridian tapping is going to be the fastest way to remove the emotional charge and instill a sense of optimism. It's amazing how things change when you're not waiting for the other shoe to drop anymore. 
So now it's time for our healing tapping session. If you already know any version of tapping, use the tapping points you're used to using. Otherwise, tap on your breastbone in the center of your chest. You cannot go wrong here. Find the place that feels the most comfortable. Now, repeat along with me or slightly after me. If you can't make that work, just listen to my words. Let them flow through you as though they were your own. Even though I am always expecting the worst, I deeply and fully love and accept myself. I know my childhood and early life experiences have trained me to look for the worst, but I now realize that looking for the worst to happen just brings the worst into your life. From now on, I expect the best to happen. I know I belong here. I know I'm worthy of good things and good people in my life. I know I'm worthy of good luck. Because of this, I am now able to keep myself happy and optimistic all the time. This happiness and optimism are on a deep level. I know this doesn't mean I am immune to grief, but it does mean that I handle grief a lot better than I used to. I simply cycle through the stages of grief and never mistake them for long-term reality. I realize that grief is temporary. When bad things happen, I now expect them to heal and to resolve themselves with positive results. When good things happen, I expect more good things to happen because I appreciate all the wonderful people and things I already have in my life. I open myself up for more wonderful people and more wonderful things. I expect every venture to be a success. I have decided that every failure is only temporary because I know all failure really is is data that helps me succeed in the long run. I now expect the best and I'm amazed at how great the results are. Life is good and I enjoy every second. Take a deep breath, exhale, and smile. And so it is. I hope you got a lot out of this session. If you benefit from this and want to try something even better, check out my new ebook called How I Stop Anxiety Attacks in as Little as Two Minutes and have fun doing it. The same technique works great for almost every negative emotion. You can find the link on the 7 Minutes to Happiness Facebook page or in the podcast description. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tapping. And we'll see you in the next episode. Tapping on the issues we raise in this podcast can change your life. It certainly changed mine. If you want to get the most out of this podcast, visit 7minutestohappiness.com. I have paid and free resources that work with all the things we do here to teach you more tapping points you can use for our tapping sessions. Once again, that's 7minutestohappiness.com. There is a link in the podcast description. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for tapping, and we'll see you in the next episode.